This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Center. Oh, this is God. the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Things are getting canceled. Like flights, vacations, cruises, all that kind of stuff. Okay, so I saw somebody on social media who said, um, hey guys, um, what do you actually wish would get canceled? She said, because. My, I'm taking my daughter to the JoJo Siwa concert, and mm. I kind of hope that will be canceled. Oh, like she wants that concert. Yeah. 651-641-1071. Uh, give us a call and tell us what you think uh, you would like to have canceled. Because, listen, stuff is real real in the world, and we just want to have a little fun. I cannot even begin uh, to understand why anybody would willingly go to a JoJo Siwa concert. I'm people do really loud, but... Um, I'm, I really, look, it's a good thing to take a breath, uh, now and again and take a moment and just chill, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like spend the afternoon, spend the evening at home, not do anything. 651-641-1071. What's on your calendar that you're thinking, I wouldn't hate it if that were canceled. I'd be all right with that. Give us a call. Do you have anything you don't want to go to? I mean, like... <laughs> life like i don't know there's this no that sounded bad that's not what i meant like i appreciate for example there have been times where we've had unexpected snow days and i know that that's a whole different animal um but there have been times when we've had unexpected snow days and i've thought to myself i wouldn't be totally upset if i had to spend the day at home because it's snowy and we can't get anywhere yeah you um i we we are actually going on a trip uh we're leaving this afternoon so it turns out we've got a family uh milestone birthday and so we're all meeting in atlanta which this should be fun because none of us expected that uh at this moment you know um we'd be dealing with something like the coronavirus so it'll be interesting to be out in the world um and seeing what happens yeah you know it's a short quick trip luckily but um you know that's that's really the only thing I got going on. You're going to have a whole different perspective, though, when you get back. I can't oh, wait sure. for that. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. We've got Kat on the line. Uh, hi, Kat. Kat, what is it that you wish would be canceled tomorrow? Well, I have a job interview tomorrow, and I just am not feeling it. I made it through the first round yesterday, so I have a second round interview tomorrow. And it's not a job that I like super duper want, but I feel compelled to go, but I don't want to be the one to cancel it. Oh, uh, like, are you afraid if you do cancel it that they'll, that like word will get out? Like cat really doesn't want a job. A little bit. Yes, exactly. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, okay. So be you better, bet, so you have to like go and show up and do your best. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I just made it worse. <laughs> Is there something you can do to reward yourself afterwards? Just probably chocolate, I guess. Yeah, do that. Okay. Go get yourself like the big, and don't even have any guilt, right? You only live right, once. Right, right, YOLO. I'm, I'm still checking my email every, you know, five minutes to see if they've canceled it. Well, you know, I bet there's this little part of you, Cat, uh, that feels like, oh, well, maybe they'll be stuck in some meeting where they have right. to like, you right. know, and they they won't be, you're just, but you, here's the problem. And I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings. <laughs> I'm ready. They're going to reschedule it. So. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Sorry. Thanks, yeah, so just go get it over with. Get yourself a nice chocolate bar and you'll be fine. And eat okay, your love- feelings. That's what we do. Love you guys. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Have a great Kat. day. Bye. Yeah, Bye. I just think like everybody needs to be ready to roll with the punches because we don't know what's going to be canceled, delayed, postponed until, you know. Until it's here. And I feel like every time we check email, every time we check uh, social media, we're like, oh, add that to the list. Right. Oh, that just happened. Oh, well, and like, I don't know if I'm getting to the airport this afternoon. I think I am. So can we actually just talk about that? Because I think that there's something we talked about it very briefly during the dirt alert way earlier in the show. But there's something kind of freeing if you allow it to be. Mm-hmm. Of just kind of letting go and letting somebody else make the decision for you. Oh, yeah, sure. Where it's like, I mean, for example, we've got a trip, a family thing uh, in a couple of weeks. We're not doing like a spring break trip, but my son has a um, baseball tournament in Illinois Mm -hmm. and we're driving and like I am not even thinking about it. Yeah, It's like either it'll happen or it won't happen. And the only thing I have control over is how we prepare ourselves in terms of getting there and wiping things down and washing our hands and all that good stuff. And I'm letting somebody else be in charge of the rest of it. You know, it's uh, it's interesting because I think a week ago, um, Jamie and I were very like trying to get real detailed about our vacation plans that are late at the end of April. Like, what are we going to do about our cruise? Like, should we do this? This is an option. Should we like, let's what lay out everything. Let's see what our best option is. Let's like, you know, cost benefit analysis. Let's figure all this out. And then it got to the point where it was so frustrating because we don't, there are all these unknowns. Right. So we were just like, you know what? We're just going to sit here and wait. Yeah. Cause we don't Roll have to dice, make a decision man. right now. And we're not going to lose anything. I mean, everybody might lose some stuff. So it's like we control what you can control or manage what you can control and then let go of the rest. Because really, I think a lot of people have probably been spinning their wheels over the last week or so, mm-hmm. I mean, probably more for many. But a lot of people, I think, from their day to day perspective, have probably been trying to manage things over the last week that ultimately somebody's going to make the decision for you. Right. How true that is. All right. Well, uh, we did get an email, by the yeah. way, from a listener who said that she wishes the mail would be canceled. And then she said, ha ha, I'm a male lady. I would just say <laughs> I see bills. what she did there. Like, can we just cancel right? bills? All the bills? Well, uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Bye. But no, Bye. we actually don't. You're right. We actually don't want that. That's true. Yep. <laughs> when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we told you that we would tell you about some of your favorite D to E-list celebrities that we love to follow on the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh, next up, we're going to tell you what's going on with Rob and Black China after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Having all kinds of extra troubles that we don't even have to deal with. They got legal 
Troubles. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And The Bachelor is involved. Yeah, so this is the weirdest story ever, but these stories keep coming between Black China and uh, Rob Kardashian. So you'll remember that I think it was, I don't know what place, what timeline we're in right now, what form of the universe, where are we? I feel like we this are, last... wait, what do you mean? Are, we're between seasons. Oh no, see, you were getting all practical. I'm like, oh, I don't sorry. know what planet I'm on right oh, now because the news is, is coming fast and furious. True. But there, I think it was at the beginning of the week, we heard this story about how Rob Kardashian got awarded like a bunch of legal fees um, in a lawsuit that was related to this guy who said, um, that Rob uh, made him look bad, but it was connected to him. It was a mutual friend of Rob and Black China's. Mm-hmm. So there was like that thing. Then we know there's this like custody battle between them where he's trying to get custody and said that she was like a horrible mom and all this stuff, right? Well, then all of a sudden over at page six yesterday, I see the story that Black China compares Kris Jenner to bachelor mom Barb and Kardashian lawsuit. Oh, and I'm oh. like, what is going on in the world? Well, How they're many... keeping it pop culture. I can give them that for free. Yeah, right. Bring in the bachelor. But literally, so hours after the news broke that Rob was getting that $45,000 we talked about in this lawsuit. Um, it's now being reported that Black China has been ordered to turn over her bank records to Rob in the their ongoing lawsuit against, uh, or I should say, in her ongoing lawsuit rather against the entire Kardashian family. Mm-hmm. Are you following me? Kind of. So apparently, this case begins and goes all the way back with. Do you remember how China said that the Kardashian clan was responsible for canceling Robin China on E? Yep. Mm-hmm. And that caused her to lose millions of dollars in damages. Well, uh, in response to those claims, they then. We're like, well, show us your bank records, lady. Mm-hmm. And so in turn, then China sought to have Rob's subpoena of her financial records, both personal and corporate, quashed. But then a Los Angeles judge upheld Kardashian's request and ordered China's manager to turn them over. <laughs> okay. So it just keeps going back and forth, right? And in the lawsuit or in the paperwork filed to like, you know, prevent that. She compares Chris uh, Jenner to Bachelor Mom Barb. Now, do you know what a Bachelor Mom Barb well, is? Well, I know she was like super judgy and controlly. She had opinions about the Bachelor's uh, betrothed or like one what? of the women, right? And yeah. And was like making her her feelings known. And so, in the same way, Black China through her attorney is saying that Chris Jenner. Actually, unlike that, in this case, quote, unlike bachelor mom Barb, who expressed her contempt for her potential future daughter-in-law out in the open last week, Chris and her daughter successfully hid their contempt for China, their future daughter-in-law and sister-in-law from the public. China is seeking to prevent the Kardashian and Jenner family from continuing their ability to hide their unlawful conduct against her from the public. Okay, so a couple things. Oy vey! Okay, number one... Boy, am I glad I'm not in that family right now. Number two, I I still go back to what you said very early on, Bradley, which was, is Black China the hero we all need to take down the Kardashians? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, she is a, a beacon of hope. Because I think she's really the only one who's doing some truth-telling. Now, here's the problem, 
is that she is just as underhanded and sneaky as they are. Right. Oh yeah. So we she see has that played them at their own game. Exactly. And we see that playing out now. I wouldn't, I don't know that, um, you know, bold of her to go in and play with that fire, but she's doing it. So I don't know that you can always 100% trust everything she says because she's playing her own game. But every time she's talking about what's going on behind the scenes, I am popping my Orville Redenbacher, putting it in a bowl and sitting down. Question. Yeah. Answer. Do they still make Orville Redenbacher? Is he? Well, I mean, I know he's dead, right? Yeah, he's long dead. I think he died in like the 90s. I think 90s. you can still get Orville Redenbacher. I think he still yeah, makes his totally corn. Can. Who yeah. owns Orville Redenbacher? You can still pop his corn. Sure. Well, can you? Yes. Uh, probably some multinational food conglomerate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Turns see, out. there you go. Any hoozy whatsy, that's what I'm eating while I am uh, lapping up every single darn thing she says. Because I like this. I, I'm ter- It's petty, but it's true. I like that she's just out there being like, here's who Kris Jenner really is, y'all. She is an evil overlord. Yeah, no, she has uh, single-handedly... I mean, again, I, I just love an underdog. Mm-hmm. And so for that reason, I will always root for Team Black China because in in the way that, you know, she's challenging the, you know, just industrial powers of Kris Jenner and the Kardashian clan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I like to see some balance in the world. Yeah. And she provides it for us. But I will say, I don't know that comparing Kris Jenner to bachelor mom, Barb in your legal documents is necessarily putting your best legal foot forward. I mean, I don't no, know, but you know what it did that worked is it got people to pay attention and I don't mean just People well, Magazine. True. I'm sure yeah. People Magazine also paid attention. But that's what I mean by like she beats them at their game. So she's going to use some other current pop culture reference to get people's attention. Something that people can define and they can say, oh, I know when you say Barb's mom, I know what you mean. Right. And that's the thing that grabs the headlines. Because mm-hmm. if she would have just said through her lawyer something along the lines of Chris Jenner always hit her, you know, distrust and dislike of black China. Like that doesn't sing to me. That's not going to make a headline. But when you frame it like in the bachelor and bachelor is popular right now, I watch that show. Yeah. Everybody's hooked onto it. And so she actually knows exactly what she's doing. Who is her lawyer? Um, Is it Lisa Bloom? It is not Lisa Bloom, but it was for a hot moment, right? Her attorney in this case is Lynn Ciani. Okay. Or Ciani. I don't know how you say Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Say that. Um, 
but she she uh, is an attorney. She has a number one four nine one three one. She's a licensed attorney. All right then. Yeah. Um. Yeah. We don't know her, but I do. Don't. Do, am I making that up? That at one point Lisa Bloom was her attorney. Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. And by the way, for those of you who are like, why do you care so much? Well, Lisa Bloom uh, is oh, the daughter God. of Gloria Allred. Don't even get us started. But Lisa Bloom also has kind of made a name for herself as being like a celebrity ambulance yes. chaser. Okay, here we go. May 15th of 2019 headline. Lisa Bloom drops Black China as client amid Kardashian-Jenner lawsuit. Okay. So she apparently, ooh, Lisa Bloom is responding to Black China's claims that she's trying to take a cut of any earnings she may win from her lawsuit against the Kardashians. She filed a lien against Black China for failing to pay for legal work she and her firm did. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to read this in the break. <laughs> okay. You read that juicy story in the break and uh, for sure... When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, there is something uh, that we do every day that you can expect. And that is tell you about all the celebrities in Hollywood that have been behaving badly. Uh, We have a name for them on the Colleen and Bradley show. That name is D-Bags. So we're going to give you a little D-Bag alert when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Bag and his name is Food God. He's not that an is actual actually god. Legitimately, his name. Now. Yeah, literally, uh, no space between the D and the G. He's Food God. Food God or Fujid. Fujid. Gotta careful. be careful. <laughs> anyway, the artist formerly known as um, Jonathan Chabon, now Food God, has done some things that earned him crazy. Nope. D bag status. Yes. Well, you know, tomato, tomato, right? Tomato, tomato. Exactly. Uh, Kim Kardashian, says Food God, yes, will be the first pre- female president of the United States. Um, hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> also, no, I don't have it ready. What do you What do you need ready? Yeah, no, it's absolutely, it's ab, absolutely true. Um, I don't know why I sound like I'm drunk, Um, but, but he said, so I saw this headline that he claims she's going to be the first female president and they caught up with him Mm -hmm. uh, earlier this uh, week and it says, and he says, I really see it happening. I think she could be the first woman president. Sorry, Hillary. It did not work. She's so much more personable than Can Hillary. Can I just tell you, I wish that his voice sounded like the voice you're doing right yeah. now. Like, hey, guys. Hey, guys. Food <laughs> that bad. was also Courtney yesterday. Hey, guys. <laughs> I like food. No, but he goes, sorry, Hillary. It did not work. She's much... She, that is Kim Kardashian, she's much more personable than Hillary. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Well, can I just talk about uh, the thing that makes me the most scared about all of this? Well, is that I think we live in a world where Kim Kardashian, if she did run for president, could have a good shot. I'm just saying. People know her name. She's toxic. Woof. 
Um, he goes on to say, if Kim runs for president, I'm going to be in the White House making sure all that food is so good for everyone around the world. It's going to be like food god desserts everywhere. Everybody needs a little food god in their life. Mm. Same as <laughs> same as I had a spot in my fraternity. I was like the social chair. I would definitely love to have a spot in the cabinet. I would definitely make a difference because I'm very fast and I'm very smart and anything like that out there. I would... <laughs> Oh my God. Can I just read those words? In these times, people, <laughs> I just want you to hear those uh, yeah, words. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm very fast and I'm very smart. And with anything like that out there. So, and I, with anything like that out there, what does that even mean? I, nothing. Can I get a translation? Do you speak food goddies? It means, well, actually, it means this. <laughs> he goes on to say, I would love to do that if that ever, ever happened. But like, we have a lot of years so I can get my wisdom, you know. Uh, 2020's race is obviously a little late for Kim Kardashian. But according to Food God, 2024 might be cutting it a little too fine, too. He goes, I, he needs eight years to get his wisdom. <laughs> I, think, I think I think obviously it's so not going to happen now. Definitely a little bit further. I think it's going to happen. Who asked him this again? I don't know. Some paparazzo that he paid to show up okay. and ask him questions to sell articles these on twofab.com. These are the things that you read or hear and you think, I bet he thinks he's joking. Well, hey. But what he doesn't know, know is that he sounds like a D-bag. I don't know if things are going to play out. It's possible. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you might be president. Colleen, what 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 do you think makes you president right now? What's your platform? Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah. I got jokes. Jokes. <laughs> it's president more than Colleen. Some hey guys, I'll make y'all thanks for laugh. showing up. Okay. I got jokes. Oh my gosh, you guys. Anyway, food god should go back to what he does best, and that is knowing nothing about food. Right. Being quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, can I just say I are he and we've talked about this before. How many times do we get the headline, Kim Kardashian's best friend? About oh, other people. Like that. so many yeah. he does, but then now she's got like three other best friends. So my point is, does she even like kick it with him anymore? No, I think he just has to pay her a certain amount every month to mm. maintain best friend status. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm yeah, not even like joking. Chris Jenner sends a letter like, hey guys, I know uh, you're really enjoying that best friend title. I see all these articles you're getting published. So yeah. uh, you're going to need to feed the beast for another six months yeah, if Kim you want to like, use that title. If I'm going to endorse you as my friend, you have to pay me money. Yeah, that's totally that's what's happening. Yep. Um, Do you yep. want to know who my D-bag is? No. Yes, I do, of course. It is the poor man's Kim Kardashian, Farrah Abraham. Oh, back to her teen mom. Exactly. Um, have you seen her dogs recently? No, I heard about this and I don't know if I can. Is it bad? Well, yes. It's oh. what you think it is. Um, to me, it's bad. Oh. Um, she died her dogs. Her dogs didn't die. <laughs> She dyed her dogs. Oh, she dyed them different colors. This is so dumb. It's People don't so do this to your awful. animals. She has uh, two dogs named apparently Boo and Cupcake. And one of them is now hot pink. And they just, and one of them is like royal blue. And they just look like fools. I mean, I'm just sad. Like, dogs are adorable. You don't have to dye them colors, they're just cute. She, and then she did this thing. So she's got a player piano at her house. And she propped her cute little sweet 
now died dogs up on the piano to try to make it look like they were playing the piano. No. I'm just like, you know, you don't have to use your dogs as props. No. You, they can just be dogs and be adorable. These things have been died for a while now, though, because I can see. Okay, well, <laughs> it just it sounds like you're saying they're dead. I but know. Like, she they've died been died then. for a long time. Yeah, but. They're, this is dumb. Don't do this to your animals. It makes me so Maybe just take them sad. for a bath. Give them a comb. Give them a weird haircut. So they're w- mostly white dogs. Uh, I can't, I don't know, breeds well enough. One is some kind of terrier or maybe it's a Bichon. I don't know. Uh, that looks like a Pomeranian. Okay, maybe there's a Pomeranian. Um, there's just a couple. But she, I can't tell because it's hot pink. I know. There's two. Oh shoot! I can't. One now I can't so see anymore. Cute. Anyway, there. But they used to have just their tails dyed, and then she went all in. Yeah, I think that one looks like a little, a little wheezy dog. That's what I was gonna say. Shot. There's like a little wheezy in one of them, uh, like your doggy. And now, Bradley, I would like to ask you a question as a doggy daddy. <laughs> would you ever? Would you ever? Die your dog? No, absolutely not. Zero chance. I have a hard enough time um, giving her a haircut. I mean, she has to have a haircut because otherwise she gets all matted. But yeah, no, I hate when people make their dogs like cute. Like when they put it because in. they're already cute. yeah. Like the dog, don't just don't make the dog look like you know it's gonna have it's gonna have it's gonna have issues, and you yeah. don't need to give your dog an insecurity complex because you dressed it up in a little now it's cute sometimes to put hats on or coats on wheezy has a little coat in the winter time but it's not like i'm dressing her up in a permanent coat yes exactly also i I hate to be the person to bring this up but i'm gonna bring it up it's true do you remember what happened to her old dog her old five-year-old pomeranian Mm -mm. blue no um that dog died and there's a lot of question about whether there was some sort of like neglect oh. with Blue. Don't you remember? She did like a bunch of Instagram posts from the vet. Oh, when yeah, the that do- sounds vaguely yes. familiar. Which again, we talked about it then. We thought, did she like she's at the doggy hospital. Her dog has just died. Yeah. Is the first thing you do pick up your phone and do social media around Probably it? Probably not. Yeah. No, I totally remember that. Um, they do have their own Instagram account. Did you say that? Yes. Cupcake mm-hmm. and Boo. Yeah, boo and Cupcake. So I say Boo to dying your dogs. Yeah. Appropriately named puppy. It just makes me sad. Don't die your doggies. They are adorable, though. They are super cute. I do not disagree with you. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, there's so much Harvey Weinstein to update you on. Lucky you, guys. God, the news is so positive lately. Yay! We're going to do a little D-bag double down after this on My Talk 107.1. And we have so much D-baggery that one segment cannot hold all the D-bags. And so, we have D-bag spillover. And uh, when we do that, we have... What? It just sounds gross. I'm the Colleen. Got the D-bag well, it's true. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and uh, we're going to have a little D-bag double down. I am. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your um, double down? Harvey Weinstein. I mean, oh, this is God. like an eternal D-bag. 
But the eternal kernel. It is. So I think I said this, I don't know, I don't know, right after his sentencing, maybe, that I was curious to hear if some if if we would start to hear some stories trickle out from some celebrities who've had experiences with Harvey Weinstein that were unsavory in one way or another, yeah. but maybe weren't like entirely criminal or whatever. Because yep. once it becomes safe when he's put away, it just seems like that might be a time that the floodgates start to open. Well, because people don't feel like there's retribution on the doorstep. Right. So we've seen a little trickle of that happen. And that's uh, starting with Kate Beckinsale. Okay. So Kate Beckinsale told a story on Instagram about an incident that occurred at the premiere of her movie, Serendipity, mm-hmm. that was a Miramax movie. It was a Weinstein movie. Um, so she was explaining that this premiere happened shortly after 9-11. And you all can recall, I mean, actually... I was just thinking about how easy it is to recall 9-11 right now Mm -hmm. when we are, you know, nationally and internationally going through something kind of as a community, Mm -hmm. right? There are certain things that get canceled, not necessarily because of a safety reason, but just because it's really tone deaf. And at the time, we were seeing a lot of those cancellations. And one of the things that was being canceled was movie premieres. We've actually seen that right now around coronavirus. But she said Harvey Weinstein was absolutely, you know, adamant that they do not cancel this serendipity premiere. Okay. So it went off without a hitch. Yeah. You know, they, they had the premiere. Um, she said, you know, the the problem is, and the people who were involved in the movie Serendipity, um, she said, we all refused to go because holding a premiere mere weeks after 9-11 with the city still smoking felt like the most insensitive, tone-deaf, disrespectful idea possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but Weinstein was insisting on this premiere. So what ended up happening is um, the morning after... Kate Beckinsale and her daughter Lily were invited to a play date at Harvey Weinstein's home. Okay. So little Lily could play with Harvey Weinstein's daughter. So she went. She said, I turned up and he immediately called for his nanny to take the babies to another room and play. Ew. Right? Now, before we go any further, I just want you to know that this does not end up with any sort of preposition for sex. So just know that that's not going to be contained in the story. Okay. But it will it will illuminate for you what a horrible person Harvey Weinstein is. Um, the nanny took the kids to another room to play. She says, I went to go with them. And he said, no, you wait here. She says, Kate Beckinsale, this is, uh, says the minute the door closed, he started screaming, you stupid bleeping bleep. What? You bleep. You ruined my premiere. What? She said, I had no idea what he was talking about, and I started to shake. Oh, well, sure. Somebody he starts said, yelling at you. He said, if I'm throwing a red carpet, you get in a tight dress, you shake your burr, you shake your bleep, and you do not go down it looking like a bleeping bleep, you stupid bleeping bleep. Oh, my God. I mean, I can't even say. And those are some real bleeps. They're real bleeps. Those aren't like biatch bleeps. No, they are... Bad bleeps. Big bleeps. Um, she said, the shock made me burst into tears. I tried to say, Harvey, the city's on fire. People are look, still looking for their relatives. None of us even felt the premiere was appropriate, much less coming out dressed like it's a bachelor party. He said, I don't care. 
It's my bleeping premiere. And if I... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I want bleep, another word for cat, on the red carpet. That's what I get. Oh. Now, remember, her child is in the other room playing with the nanny and his child. And she said she didn't know what to do. She left her kid at the Weinstein's home. And she said that was one of many experiences I had there. And there was no recourse for it. And it falls under no felony. And so that's the piece that I find like so interesting. And I think we will start to hear more of is these stories of, of of celebrities who had encounters with Harvey Weinstein that were just awful, terrible, and illustrate what a disgusting human being he is, but weren't necessarily criminal. I also think we might start to hear some other stories about actual criminal acts. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that and, they weren't able to and share. And we may never, and that's not to say they didn't happen. It's to say that some people just never feel comfortable sharing that because they feel like the world is going to judge them for it. But then, you know, uh, to your point with this particular story, I'm sure Kate Beckinsale felt like she was in a place where she could share it without retribution or hearing directly from Harvey Weinstein on the matter, because frankly, he doesn't have a PR machine to go into effect immediately to, you know, not only say that what Kate Beckinsale alleges was false, but to then unleash, you know, a torrent of vitriol and lies about her into the media, which right. is what he used to be able to do because he literally had his fingers on um, not just like a publicity machine, but also like an actual spy agency right. that was willing to dig up dirt and not only dig up dirt, but do things like befriend people unawares to dig up dirt and then share that with the public. Yeah. So here's something that um, I saw the other day when those um, records were made public or those um, from the, from the case, from the trial um, there, there was, he had Harvey Weinstein Mm -hmm. had a list of people who he knew could take him down publicly. Yeah. He called it his red list. Mm -hmm. And there were some of the people that, you know, like Rose McGowan, um, Annabella Ciara, Ciara, how do we say Shora. Shora. Um, but Ben Affleck was on that list. I mean, there were a number of different celebrities. I'm sure Kate Beckinsale was on that list. Well, there were about 70-some people on that list that he was keeping track of, people who could go to the media and who would say things that were credibly horrible about him. I mean, this is what Gwyneth Paltrow faced. I mean, we criticize Gwyneth Paltrow on a regular basis for a number of other reasons, but in this regard, not necessarily, because she, you know... Um, she knew a lot uh, and Harvey knew that she knew a lot. Mm-hmm. And so she was under, you know, his thumb in a way that not many people are because he knew like if you go back and uh, if you haven't read, she said, I keep saying these books, but really like if you want to understand the story, you have to read. She said by Megan uh, Tui and Jody Cantor um, or uh, Ronan Farrow's Catch and Kill, because 
it's all laid out. And, and he knew because once he realized that there were people investigating these stories, other people had investigated these stories for years. You remember, this was like the largest open secret in Hollywood right. other than, you know, Bill Cosby, for example. Mm-hmm. Like ev- people knew that Harvey was bad news and Harvey knew who knew he was bad news. Mm-hmm. And Harvey would retaliate, not even just on the people he had abused, but on the people who knew he had abused someone, right? right? So his claws, his tentacles, that's the thing that's so bizarre about like his rambling weird um, final words or whatever it's called after he was sentenced. Right, and his sentencing. Um, that Where he, he calls himself the victim. Yeah, he has no clue, absolutely no perspective on where he sits in what he was a part of. Yeah. Like his responsibility and what he was a part of, I mean. We did get a tweet from Heather. From Harvey? No, sorry. From Heather who said, is a Lifetime D-Bag Achievement Award in order? Yes. And I would say, you know what? That's a good one. Heather, you just made it a thing. We can call it the douchies. It's the douchies. The douchies. Uh, And Harvey Weinstein is the first annual member. Well, no. We'll we'll name the award the Harvey Weinstein Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm -hmm. You know? Honor him and honor befitting. Yeah. For a D-bag like Harvey Weinstein. So once a year, we'll give the Harvey Weinstein uh, Douchebag of the Year Award. Lifetime Achievement in Douchebaggery. Yeah. Yeah. We're here for it. Hey, Holly, do you want to give us uh, the... uh, We've got about 40 seconds before we go to break. Do you want to tell everybody who we're talking to next? Oh, yes. So coming up in the next segment, we're going to be having an interview with a man named Craig and Craig I he is in Rome Italy right now so he is experiencing the national quarantine in Italy right now so we're going to talk to him get his perspective on what it's actually like in Italy right now It'll be a good personal perspective absolutely we'll do that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 have you been waiting for just the right job then welcome to the end of your search Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.